time. It may look glamour like. What up, everybody? For those of y'all that are tuning in for the first time, I go by the name of DJ KB, and I'm your illustrious and charismatic narrator. Now, if you've missed out on any of the past episodes, you definitely want to catch up. You can do so by going to catch22.show and downloading them right now. And while you're at it, take some time to browse. Now, back to our show. Ladies, after last week's episode, I have to say, when it comes to revenge, you sure know how to hit a brother where it hurts. And I'm not talking about the family jewels. I'm referring to the jewels in the safety deposit box. It's been about three weeks since Monica's breakdown, and it's about time for her to get back to reality. That means the good old nine to five. (sighs) Uh, I don't wanna. Good morning, sunshine. You ready to head back to work? As ready as I'll ever be. You know how over the top Davina is. I'm sure she's having a heart attack at the fact that I canceled all my appointments last week. Getting back to work will be good for you. You're the best makeup artist she has, and you're the only one she can trust. Which makes telling her I'm starting my own makeup and image consulting agency even harder. We all have to grow, Mo. She'll understand. Yeah, well it won't be today. I can't deal with any more bitch assness right now. I've reached my quota for the month. Anyway, Jess, I'll be out in a second. Just let me finish getting myself together. Girl, please. You act like you have something I've never seen before. Do you smell that? Ant's probably in the kitchen burning boiled eggs again. I don't know why he acts like I have to cook a full breakfast for him every morning. That fool knows he grew up eating Cap'n Crunch and shit just like the rest of us, and now he's too good. (laughs) I'll be out in a second. Good morning. Hey, babe. Aunt. Damn, Jess. What? Monica just spoke to you. I swear you act like Aunt Sherry didn't teach you any home training. Don't start. It's too early to be on one. What up, Mo? How you doing this morning? Ready to head back to work? As ready as I'll ever be. Babe, tell Mo about your showcase tomorrow night. Um, you just did. Whatever. Like I was saying... Anne is having a showcase for new artists tomorrow night. There will be a couple of label executives and dope musicians there. You should come in and pass out some of your business cards. You know it's all about networking from this point on. True. Is that clock right? Damn, I gotta go. I'll think about it. Yeah, for real. Let me know, Mo, so I can put your name on my guest list. It's gonna be a lot of good people there to network with. Get on my nerves. You know that? What? You could have told her about the damn showcase yourself. And you owe me $7.95, sir, since you think you're at a Waffle House. Whatever. Jessica and Ed were made for one another. Nobody else would know what to do with her. Let's see what the temperature is like at the salon. Monica is a very sought-after makeup artist in Atlanta, and she has plenty of model, reality stars, and celebrity clientele. She's been planning to branch out on her own, which is probably the best decision. However, 
You can determine that for yourself. Good morning, everyone. I brought coffee and scones. Well, if it isn't the damsel herself. Honey, I was just telling the ladies that if I had to, I was going to risk this $50 manicure and come drag you up out of that bed myself. Hmm, I sure wish I could just take a week off whenever I want to. I just walked in the door, little girl. Don't start with me. I see nothing has changed. No, all is pretty much the same around here. Oh, but look at you, honey. Ten pounds lighter and shining bright with all those diamonds. I don't even want to talk about it. Trust me, darling. I really don't care to hear about it. Besides, now that you're here, you can get to work. We have a bridal party coming in 10 minutes. Ladies, look sharp. Tracy, do the best that you can do. Now, Monica was slowly getting back into the floor of things. When at about 3 o'clock, just as she was headed to lunch, she was visited by an unexpected guest. Good. I caught you just in time. Mommy, dearest, why, to what do I owe this surprise visit? Well, don't just stand there. Give me a hug. I've been trying to reach you for over a week now. You've been avoiding me. You don't say. (laughs) I'm going to overlook your sarcasm, only because I know you've been having a rough time with everything being at odds with you and Daniel, but don't push it. Yes, and what exactly is it that you know about Daniel and I being at odds? Being that I haven't spoke to you at all, I wonder how you manage this bit of information. Well, let's talk about it over lunch, dear. Mom, I'm not sure I have time to sit down anywhere and eat. Well, make time for your mother, dear. Let me check with the receptionist and see if I have any more appointments, okay? Tracy! Huh? What is it? Do I have anything else on the books for today? Uh, um, no. Looks like you're done for today. Your next appointment is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Enjoy your lunch with your mommy. Bye. (sighs) Okay, mother dear. It looks like I'm free. But promise me we'll go somewhere with edible food. I hate all that frou-frou stuff. Honey, Fruitful is my middle name. Don't I know it. So, the first lady has her nose up in the air. It's not the first time, and I can assure you it won't be the last. That lady wrote the book on Bougie. I don't know how Alderman Taylor can handle it. But then again, it's not my business, so um, back to the matter at hand. Okay, Mom. We're here, and you have me completely out of my comfort zone. All I really want right now is some oxtails and rice and gravy. Yes, well, we have been here plenty of times before, dear. And if I recall correctly, you quite enjoy the frou-frou salmon. (laughs) Touche. Good afternoon, ladies. I hope you have been enjoying the wonderful weather this afternoon. Indeed, we have. I actually would love to be seated in one of your private sunrooms, if you don't mind. That way we can continue to enjoy the weather with a little bit of privacy. I will have it no other way. Please follow me. I will get you seated comfortably. Now that I have you settled, can I get you something to drink while you browse the menu? 
I will have a glass of Merlot, please. Your house Merlot is fine. Really, Monica? Is that necessary? More than you know. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. My daughter and her theatrics had me momentarily sidetracked. I will have a glass of artesian water with lemon, please. Certainly. Well, I guess since you already have the drama dialed to 100, as you kids say, I might as well inform you that I spoke to Daniel. Oh my God. Mom, you have got to be kidding me. Can I live? Damn, I mean, dang it. Watch yourself, Monica. Seriously, dear, don't jump off the deep end. We had a conversation, and I want you to know that I understand exactly where you're coming from. Wait a minute. Did I hear you correctly? Did Daniel Petaway's number one cheerleader just say that I was right for confronting him? It's no secret that I have a soft spot for Daniel, and I love him like a son. However, wrong is wrong. You are my precious baby girl, and I want you to be with someone who truly loves you and makes you happy. Mom, you have no idea how good it makes me feel to hear you say that. And what does Dad have to say about everything? Oh, well, dear, you know your father. The alderman is all business, which brings me to the other matter that I think is being overlooked here. Oh, really? And what is that? Well, we, as a family, decided to support Daniel and his community center. And we, as a family, are not going to let emotions get in the way of providing a service to a community that greatly needs it. Mom, I really don't feel as though... Feelings, dear, are the problem. When it comes to the community center, you and Daniel made a commitment to work together. And that is why I invited him to lunch today. So you two can sit down, put aside your differences, and move forward as friends. Friends? Are you kidding me? How can you say he deserves my friendship, let alone my time? <clears throat> Is it okay if I join you? Please, Daniel, have a seat. I was just talking about you. Good things, I hope. As good as can be expected. As I was telling Monica, I know a lot of things have been said and done between the two of you recently. However... Everyone at this table made a commitment to the community of West Atlanta to be a part of this center's construction and development. Whatever needs to be said in order for you two to bury the hatchet, it needs to take place right here at this table and be done with. Now, while I mosey on to the mall, I want you two to talk. Wait a minute. You're leaving? Mom, you drove me here. You can't just leave. Oh, now you can speak. I will be back soon. You two play nicely. I guess I'll begin. Monica, I love you. And I'm sorry. Oh, hell no. Wait, hear me out. You have two minutes of my time before either one, you get the hell out of my face, or two, every single thing on this table gets thrown at you and I dish to every blog possible about why I did it and expose just how fucked up of a person you really are. Okay. I deserve that. Look. I completely taken advantage of the fact that you were always there for me. And for that, Monica, I'm sorry. I can't offer any explanation that would take away the hurt that I caused you. And I know that. I also know that I don't want to hurt you anymore. Monica, I'm not sure what type of husband I'll be. Every woman in my life I've hurt in some kind of way. 
I can deal with hurting Genevieve because her motives are selfish, and I know it. But what I couldn't deal with is marrying and then hurting you. Monica, do you hear me? I want you in my life. It's just, from this point on, it should just be as a friend. I guess you don't have much to say. I really can't blame you. Oh, I have a lot to say. I just refuse to waste my time and energy on you any longer. Fuck the community center. But most of all, fuck you. Your two minutes are up. Well, if that's how you feel, I'm going to go ahead and go. When you're ready to talk, just let me know. Oh, and before I forget, I got an American Express alert a couple days ago. It said my credit card had been charged for about $38,000. I'm going to take care of it. If anyone deserved a shopping spree on me, it's you. Excuse me. I'm going to place your wine right here. Is everything okay? It looks like both of your dinner guests have left. Everything is fine, thanks. Okay, well, is there anything else I can get you? Another glass of wine, please. And after that, just bring me the bottle. It's always some drama with these folks. But then again, that's what you tune in for, right? Two glasses of Merlot turned into a bottle, which turned into four shots of Avion at the bar. Now, Monica isn't much of a drinker. I've seen a wine cooler take her down, but I guess in the aftermath of that epic showdown between her and Daniel, she needed to release some tension. However, drinking is never a solution and often leads to a greater problem, which would explain the very compromising position Monica finds herself waking up in the next morning. Now stay tuned to find out what happened and with whom it happened with. This episode features music by Atlanta producer Fireman.